Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. When they first contacted me, I thought WSU was in Seattle. I, I had no idea. Pullman, never heard of it before. So I learned a lot about the state of Washington in a hurry. Um, but I, I, I just love the idea of, hey, we need to do this with some guys that can kind of get kicked in the teeth and, and endure and grind it out. And I just trusted their track record. When I say there, specifically Dick's track record, obviously, as, as a head coach at turning programs around. And so I thought, man, that'd be really special to be a part of that. And obviously, the relationships we've had from that experience, um, we still have to this day. That was former Washington State shooter under Tony Bennett, David Harmeling. He's the head boys basketball coach at Kingsway Christian in Vancouver, and he's today's guest. Welcome to Dan Dickow's Quarantine Series on the Scorebook Live Today podcast. As the world of sports is shut down due to the coronavirus, we're ramping things up a notch here at Scorebook Live. Every weekday, Dan interviews an expert in the world of sports, from star hoopers and coaches like Steve Kerr, Jamal Crawford, and Doug Christie, to seven-time Mr. Olympia bodybuilder Phil Heath. We hope you're entertained and maybe learn a thing or two as we navigate these uncertain times. The easiest way to tune in is by subscribing. In addition to our weekly Washington High School Sports News and Conversation podcast released Thursdays, hosted by myself, Andy Bueller, fellow reporter Todd Millis, Dan is bringing you interviews just like this one delivered five days a week. Head to wherever you get your podcast, subscribe for free, and while you're there, leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Before we get to Dan's interview today, a word from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Washington Federal. Washington Federal is a local bank and portfolio lender with more than 200 branches across eight states, more than 32,000 fee-free ATMs, 24-7 online and mobile banking with drive-up ATMs. Washington Federal is a proud sponsor of Scorebook Live. They care deeply about high school sports and the communities that support them across the entire state of Washington. Head to WFDBank.com to learn how they can help you meet your financial goals. That's WAFDBank.com. Washington Federal, a neighbor you can count on. We hope everybody's staying safe and healthy. We're just as excited for high school sports to return as you are. Now, Dan Dickow. Dan Dickow, Scorebook Live, Washington Today, our podcast during our quarantine series, where we continue to bring you a conversation with an expert in the field of sports, could be player, coach, front office executive, author. Um, we, we try to find a balance and, and a unique perspective uh, from somebody to share with you. Today, we've got someone who had tremendous experience as a player and has taken that experience of learning and guiding um, young men into becoming great basketball players and great people. Kingsway Christian High School out of Vancouver's head coach, David Harmeling. David, thanks for joining us. Hopefully all is safe and well in your world these days. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Appreciate you having me. Uh, we're, we're safe here, bunkered down at home. Uh, as you can tell, I'm in the kitchen, so just trying to do my job remotely as a, as a principal and, and see where we go from here with everything that's going on. Now, I've known you for, for quite some time, right about when, when you finished up your playing career at Washington State. Um, you grew up in Colorado. You went to Washington State. But Vancouver has become your home. And 
you have done a really good job of building a program at Kingsway for success. You did it as a teacher and now you're doing it as an administrator while you coach. How do you find a balance of being a coach uh, as well as being either a teacher like you were in the past or now an administrator? Um, that's a really good question. And I would say that's an ongoing process of trying to figure out that balance. Um, obviously the worst case scenario for me would be, um, anyone feeling like I wasn't all in as a principal, whether it was, um, any of the, the parents of our, of our students or the, the middle school staff. So I have to make sure that that's a priority for me for sure. And it's, it's certainly more challenging from, a just from a, a, a you know, planning and managing your time, um, standpoint to, um, how do I make sure I'm doing both jobs really well? You know, when I was teaching PE, it was a little bit easier to uh, be in the middle of PE class and be thinking about your, um, you know, your practice plan and um, different strategies that you maybe want to implement or whatever the case is. So it's definitely a challenge, but I have a great, two great mentors at Kingsway and Brad Butterworth, their AD, and, and Dr. Jason Tindall as our superintendent. And both those guys um, pour into me and um, can kind of help me strategize how to, uh, how to do both things well. Well, you talk about having a mentor. Um, you're probably looked at as a mentor, both as a principal and as a coach. Now, these are times that nobody has ever gone through before. You really don't have a playbook to prepare. How are you guiding and how are you leading right now with, first off, your basketball team, uh, but also as, as a principal? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's certainly, you know, these times that we're going through, obviously nobody's been through them before. So um, and, and the other, the challenge for me uh, as a coach right now, I mean, it's a, it's a dead period. I can't, uh, even if we were, you know, live on campus like normal, um, I can't do anything with my guys until, you know, basically the, the, the very end of May. So um, right now what I can do is very limited. Um, but um, I think times like this is when you kind of, you really lean on the, the relationships you have with guys and know that, hey, you're available for them um, at any times, whatever they're uh, going through or struggling with. And um, right now it's, uh, you know, basically every family is, is touched in some way by what's going on. So, um, kind of as their, as their boat gets rocked a little bit, whether they're struggling academically or it's a family thing, I think them just knowing that, um, you know, myself and the rest of the staff, like we're all here for each other through, through thick and thin. So just, I think just knowing that, um, kind of counting on the, the roots we have uh, within our relationships is, is, uh, is helpful. I've had many conversations with with people while we're doing this quarantine series and an underlying theme that keeps coming up regardless if it's a coach an author you know even a player they always keep coming back to the word relationship and that's um something that i think is very important to you every time we've talked and relationship uh from your two college coaches is something that i know you value very highly that was dick and tony bennett at washington state do you find yourself molding your basketball on court as well as off court philosophy based off things that you learned from those guys? You know, it's, that's an interesting question because uh, when I first started coaching, um, I just coached to uh, what I knew from Washington state, as far as like the pack line defense and some offensive philosophies and things like that. Um, and I found that uh, for me um, as a high school coach, um, I can't go out and recruit kids. I, I know there's a perception that every private school recruits, so that's not, that's not the case. Um, so we can clear the air on that. But I, um, if, I, if, I was at, uh, if I was coaching in college and I can recruit to a certain style, I would definitely want to um, uh, model the, 
all those things after what I learned from Dick and Tony. Um, but I have to, what I learned is that as a coach, I have to be uh, mobile in terms of like, okay, this, this kind of class of players graduated. Here's what we have now is what we've been doing in the past going to continue to work uh, for us with what we have in the, in the future, what we have, you know, working with right now. So I've learned in, um, how to be mobile, I guess, in a sense of, okay, we, we've got to tweak some things based on the players that we have, given that we're small, you know, we've got basically 225 kids in our high school. So um, uh, there's been guys on my staff like Cal Bay that have really helped me see things through a different lens. And I would say off the court in terms of what we want to be about and character traits and unity and relationship and um, just kind of how, excuse me, how we, how we see the world and how we interact with other people. I think um, I'll, I'll never stray from, from what I learned from the Bennett's in, in that sense, but I've had to be a little bit more mobile in adapting what I do. Um, here, a quick story for you that you may find interesting is when I was at the final four, um, obviously not this year because it wasn't one, but the, but the year before, um, I got to spend a lot of time with, with Dick there. Obviously, Tony was a little bit busy with things going on, but I had a lot of conversations with Dick. And it was kind of interesting because Texas Tech, the defense they run, uh, what, what I would describe as the push defense, is basically the dead opposite of what Virginia does. And, uh, and, and Dick was just kind of hemming and hawing, going back and forth. Like, I, I told Tony he should be running the push. And so it was, it's funny that there's so many different ways to, to win games, but obviously having an identity is important. So uh, the Bennett's, um, I know they're, they're pack line guys, but they don't uh, discredit other systems um, out there. And I think a lot of people kind of put them in the corner like that's the only thing they know or they believe in. Well, that's not, that's not really the case, but it is um, obviously what they teach really well. And they've, uh, when I say they, Tony's recruited that obviously very well at Virginia and has had a lot of success, obviously. I love the, the fact that you, you kind of almost got to the, the phrase of believing in the system that you're using at that time. Uh, because there are lots of different systems and philosophies that work. But when you settle on one, you almost as a coach have to go all in. Um, mm -hmm. And you were all in at Washington State and helping turn that program around. How does somebody from Colorado get to Washington State, play for the Bennett's, and have such success? Um, I think what, um, what the Bennett's were – um, kind of their, their recruiting pitch and they didn't have to pitch very hard to me because I didn't have uh, I didn't have you know 20 offers sitting around from big time schools or anything like that but um, I think I, I was very very much um, attracted to the idea of, of trying to build it there in Pullman and I didn't when they first contacted me I thought WCU was in Seattle I, I had no idea Pullman never heard of it before so I learned a lot about the state of Washington in a hurry um, but I, I, I just love the idea of, hey, we need to do this with some guys that can kind of get kicked in the teeth and, and endure and grind it out. And I just trusted their track record. When I say they're specifically Dick's track record, obviously, as, as a head coach at turning programs around. And so I thought, man, that'd be really special to be a part of that. And obviously, the relationships we've had from that experience, um, we still have to this day. As a matter of fact, I just talked with Ivy Clark. Uh, I had talked to him in about 10 years. Uh, one of the, the players I was there for a couple of years during some of our better years. Um, and uh, he's living in New Orleans now. It's just so good to reconnect with him. So I just think the, that bond that that created, going through something really hard together and ultimately seeing it come to fruition and be successful is uh, very powerful. So that impacts um, what I do to this day because I was able to taste that and experience that. One thing I've always found um, interesting is alums of Washington State tend to be as loyal of fan group uh, as Ken B. After the Bennett's left, Coach Ken Bone had a couple good years. Ernie Kent uh, had some struggles. 
But I think they're back kind of in a positive trajectory with Coach Kyle Smith. As a former player uh, who has a lot of pride in that program, what are your thoughts on Kyle Smith directing the Cougar basketball team? I could not be more excited. I'm not just, uh, I'm not just saying that um, to, to blow smoke. I, when I went back for Clay's jersey retirement, when they played Oregon State and they, and they won, um, the, the energy in Beasley uh, reminded me of what it was like for some of the years when we were there, um, specifically, you know, with 6, 07, 08, um, some of those years. And it almost brought me to tears because I had been back, you know, once a year or maybe a little bit more often than that, and it just felt totally different. And so to taste that excitement in Pullman again was really special. Um, I think Coach Smith is brilliant. I think he's very sharp. I think he um, is somebody that um, knows how to make some adjustments throughout the game. Uh, and he, he's just he's, – he's really, really smart. Um, and so he's – I would say that maybe his system isn't as, isn't as boxed in as Tony's. And that's not a criticism of Tony. Obviously, he's a national champ. Um, but I think he um, – he knows what type of kids he wants, uh, but he's also able to be very agile within games at making some adjustments. At least that's what I saw when I was there uh, watching that Oregon State game. So I, I'm very excited. Their staff has all uh, been very welcoming to all former players and wanting them to feel a part of it. So obviously I love that piece too. But I think he's just a razor-sharp guy. Um, I'll make sure I need, we need to tell him that he can't ever leave us, though. we we got to get him anchored down and pull him in there. <laughs> I agree. I, I think uh, Kyle Smith's a, a – a brilliant basketball mind. Uh, I had a conversation with him uh, a week or so ago that we'll be releasing here on Scoreboard Live Washington today very soon. So be sure to check that out. But you mentioned getting up there to a game during Clay Thompson's jersey retirement ceremony. You played with Clay. Um, you've told me stories in the past that right off the bat, you, you knew he was a little different, that he was going to be pretty darn good. How much pride do you have in the fact that uh, watching a friend and a teammate continue to develop, continue to grow, and now have the success that he's had in the NBA? Man, it's, it's so neat. Uh, you know, Clay's got so many people in his life. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's so special to know that wherever he goes, you know, whatever arena he's in and shooting, he's always having people lobbing out the go kooks to him. Um, you know, you could tell from his speech at, at his retirement, as his Jersey retirement, that uh, being a part of Washington State is still really important to him. And I'm just, I'm just amazed that somebody that has his level of fame, his success in the NBA, you think about all the teammates he's had since he left Washington State, like for, for him to experience all of that, but still be, still hold his experience in Pullman in such a high regard, just speaks to him character wise, and then also just the university. So to have somebody that's really a really a brand ambassador for us on a on a global scale is is really neat, and I just am amazed at Clay's consistency and his humility, and um, I just I can't imagine what those guys go through on a nightly basis. Those guys at that level, and so for him to uh, still value um, Pullman and um, is just it's pretty special. Well, Dave, and I really appreciate your time. It's always uh, good to connect and, and chat about hoops and chat about life. I, I wish you nothing but the best next season at Kingsway. Uh, keep your family safe and healthy and uh, look forward to connecting again in the near future. Sounds good, Dan. Thanks for having me. All the best to your family.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.